Welcome back to my podcast, You Got This with Alex. You have no idea how excited I am that me and you are here together. I made this podcast for you. If you need a little extra energy in your marketing, your life, your business, that little mini empire you are building, this is the place to be. I truly hope the next episode brings you value. And hey, if it does, feel free to share it on your Instagram tag me because I would love to get to know you. All right, listen in, let's go we are familiar with, which is LinkedIn messages and how so many of us are getting so many irrelevant messages on LinkedIn, right? So either we are at the receiving end of getting all these horrible messages on LinkedIn that are completely irrelevant to all of us, or the second thing might be happening, right? We need to send out messages to people on LinkedIn because we want to reach out to them, right? So, Mini mindfuls, I don't send messages on LinkedIn because I don't want to be that annoying person. So I am looking forward to this session. I absolutely love this comment by Mini Mindfuls. <laughs> and let me tell you, you are not alone. I've been getting a lot of people telling me the same thing that they're just like, I'm actually not sending any messages on LinkedIn because I don't want to be that person. Okay, so um, I am going to start by sharing some examples of really horrible examples that are out there so we can learn and start to identify what is wrong so then we can talk about how to get better at this, okay? Anastasia, here is today's LinkedIn message. Hi, how are you? I wanna be friends. I'm asking, do you know the name of this network? And guess what person answers? Tinder, no way. Now, Anastasia, did you receive that message on LinkedIn? That is insane. Okay. Natalie Lindo. What's up, Natalie? Oh, that is so awesome that you are here with us. Love you, girl. So talking about LinkedIn in-mail messages or any messages, how can we write messages on LinkedIn to really get replies? Okay. And before I start showing some terrible examples that we can learn from, did you guys know that you can send LinkedIn voice notes? Oh my God, did you guys know that on the LinkedIn mobile app, you can send voice notes and that can be a great way to get started on those conversations. Okay, so let me start by sharing some examples of messages that are awful, but we are gonna learn from them, okay? So here we go, let's start with the first one. So this is a great, horrible first message for us to learn from. So these, by the way, these messages that I'm showing you now were all sent to me, but I've just hidden the details because, you know, I don't want to be showcasing who these people, who these messages are from, but these are all messages that I've just opened my message in mail on LinkedIn and it was so easy for me to get this. Literally it took me five minutes to pick five bad examples. So let's see. It starts with, hello, sir. Thank you for connecting. Right away, can we tell what's wrong with this message? Hello, sir. Hello, I'm a woman, I'm not a sir. So this person already is not even putting in the work to see that I'm not a man, I'm a woman, right? So the, these details matter so much, right? What we start to see is how lazy these messages are. How lazy are people are writing these messages, right? Hello, sir, is definitely not gonna get the person to reply to 
you, especially if they're not a sir and they're a woman, okay? Thank you for connecting. I hope you are doing well. I know it might seem a bit weird seeing this message from a stranger, but being frank, I need your help. This is a awful, awful message, okay? It is not my problem that you need help, right? It is not the other person's problem that you need something from them. So when you are writing a message that says, I need your help, you're just being selfish, right? You have to remember, if you want something from someone, your approach cannot be selfish. You're the one who needs something from that person. That person is probably a busy human. Maybe is an important person who's super, super, super busy. You need help? Cool, guess what? We all need help, right? So this is an awesome example of how terrible you will never wanna write a message like that. And another thing that's happening here, this person is kind of almost wanting to get you to feel like, oh my God, maybe something is really wrong, right? So they're almost trying to, to be very dramatic, like as if something is happening and something is very bad. This is not a good approach at all especially with hello sir thank you for connecting hope you're doing well like nothing here is good right so let's move on to another example okay so here is another example hi alexandra Oof! somebody managed to type my name okay wow <laughs> right we got it to type my name okay Looking forward to connecting with an awesome UAE startup founder like you. Let me know if I can bring value to you in any way that I can. Thanks. P.S. You shouldn't miss that we just launched something, something, something. P.P.S. What do you think, Alexandra? Oh my God, I cannot begin to tell you how so many wrong things are here on this message. Okay, he managed, this person managed to get my name right by saying, hi, Alexandra. But let's be honest, this is the basic of the basics, right? At least saying the person's name when you are writing to them. Now, the second thing that this person has gotten wrong, can you guys tell what it is? It's saying, looking forward to connecting with an awesome UAE startup founder like you. This is the first mistake of this message. If you do your homework about the person that you are reaching out to, you are going to know that I'm not a startup founder. I've been having my business for four years, so I'm not at startup phase, right? So the first wrong strike here is you are mentioning something that's actually not to do with me. You're not being contextually correct. So when I am reading this message, I can already see you have not done the homework because I'm not a startup founder. I'm actually four years in as a business owner. So that's the first strike that's completely wrong with this message, which tells me you are just spamming this message to anybody that maybe had entrepreneurs in their profiles. So that's already, for me, I will not even continue entertaining this because it's like you saying that I'm doing something that I'm not. So it's contextually wrong. Do you guys get this? Okay. So. Can you all guess what is the third strike, the second strike wrong here? 
I know you can all guess it because I've been talking about it all day today and in the past few days. This person says, let me know if I can bring value to you in any way that I can. This is the second strike of this message being completely wrong, right? And I know that you've been following my content, but I am going to talk about it in case you miss it. You do not ever ask somebody, how can I bring you value? Let's please make this super uber clear once and for all. When you ask somebody, how can I bring you value? You are actually being lazy and you are making the other person have to do the work for you. How will I know how this human can bring me value? I don't know them. I don't know their skills. I don't know their strengths. I don't know what their expertise areas are. So when you ask me, hey, how can I bring you value? What you're doing is making the other person have to answer that question. For the other person to answer that question, they're going to have to hold, do a whole lot of homework. And hold up a second here. You're the one who needs help. You're the one who wants the attention of this person. So why are you being lazy with this approach? So we have to no longer have this in our communication. We have to ask ourselves, hmm, how can I bring value to this human? And what you gotta do is the homework yourself because I think we're all forgetting something. You will always know how to bring value to this person because you have access to this person, LinkedIn profile, Instagram profile, Twitter profile, YouTube profile, Snapchat profile, TikTok profile, website profile, blog profile. Ah! You have access, you have total access to the worldwide internet, right? You are able to go and do the homework and understand what does this person need within my expertise, right? So the second strike of something wrong in this message is asking, let me know if I can bring value in any way that I can. But there's something awful, but awful on this message. Guys, check it out. At the end of this message, it says, P.S. You shouldn't miss that we've just launched something, something, something. What do you think? Oh my God! There was an hidden, there was a hidden agenda in this message. Can you guys see it? The actual thing that this person wanted was to promote this thing that they've launched. It's so obvious. You don't want to help me. You don't want to bring value to me. You actually just want to completely self-promote this message, this platform thing, right? Let's face it. That's what this message is about. I wish that the message would have been the person had done the homework. So how could have this been better? First, by doing the homework and seeing if this person is a profile that would benefit from this platform. Oh, does Anna benefit from this platform that I have? And how would Anna benefit from this platform? And then you would write the message that would say, hi, Anna, I see your content. I know what you're all about. I love that last blog post that you wrote. I, I want to tell you, I have this platform that does this and that. And I have taken a look and seen how maybe it's going to help you with this and this and that. Now, how different, how different is that approach? But I'm going to keep talking more about being 
contextual in our messages in just a bit. But if this person would have done the homework about me, for example, and they have taken 10 minutes, 20 minutes to see how would this platform actually help Alex? And if they would have written, hey, Alex, this platform is going to help you take your content to the next level because it's going to give you some badass analytics. Oh, and then if they would have taken it one step closer by actually giving me a screenshot on how that would have been for me. So this message has three strikes. In fact, I want to say this message has four strikes. Can you all tell me what's the fourth strike? What's the fourth strike here on the huge, huge, huge awesome mistake this platform has. The last one, PPS, what do you think, Alexandra? So you just want everything from me. You don't want to put in any work. You want me to tell you what I think about this platform? You want me to check out this platform? You want me to figure out how you give me value? I mean, shall I just live your life for you? Hello? of these awful messages. And the reason why I'm so passionate about this is because I don't want anybody to be doing this. I am passionate about this because I don't want to see you guys making these mistakes. I do not want anybody in this house to be writing awful LinkedIn messages like this. I want you all to write amazing messages. The reason I'm so fed up and I am so tired about these awful, lazy, selfish business development messages is because they will not get you anywhere. And I want you to go places. I want people to open your messages, okay? This was a great example of a message that has what was it? Did we say four strikes? Did we count four strikes? I think we counted four strikes. <laughs> All right. I'm having a hard time reading your comments because when I share the image, it's white, but I'm seeing a lot of comments from you guys. Okay. Uh, Coach Jay's in the house. Seeds, you are in the house. You see why we love her. I love you. I love you. I love you guys. All right. Let's keep on going because I really want to talk about how can we write LinkedIn messages that get people to open our messages and reply. The first things that we are starting to learn is, the, this is my number one rule is to be contextual. We will open a message either on LinkedIn, either on Instagram, and if the first two lines are contextual to me, not about you, not the self-promoting. Hi, I am Johnny and I am a content writer and I write amazing, like that self-promoting stuff that we are seeing all the time. That shit doesn't work. I'm not interested in you, Johnny. Good for you that you're a content writer, but right now you're the one who's writing to me and you're the one who needs my attention. So the first rule of getting somebody's attention on the DMs is to be contextual to them, to say something about them like, oh, Johnny, I absolutely love the last Instagram lives that you did. You were eating chicken wings and it was amazing. Oh, I saw the last blog post. Oh, I love what you do. Something specific about them that shows that you're doing the homework, that shows that you're paying attention. This is the first thing that I need you to write in these messages, 
but not general, not like, oh, I love your work. Yeah, okay, anybody can say that. Oh, I love something, maybe their latest blog post, maybe their latest Instagram live, maybe their latest YouTube, maybe their latest media appearance, maybe the company that they have and what they're doing within the company. You will have something called social media. And social media is gonna allow you to stalk this human, to stalk this person that will allow you to create context for what you're gonna say about them, okay? Does this make sense? This is great info. Coach Jay, I miss you. Okay, let's take a look at another awful example. <laughs> All right, okay, so let's go. Okay, now this is a, another example that we have here. Hi, Alexander. I am from something something boutique online PR firm. I've just come across your LinkedIn page and read about your company. We've been working with top tier publications such as Forbes, Inc.com, Entrepreneur, Market Watch, Yahoo, and many more. I know. Are you now thinking, oh, Alex, you forgot the rest of the message? Oh, Alex, did you, did you forget to put the rest of the message? Well, House Rebels, I got some flash news for you. Nope, this was the message. This is the message. There was nothing more. That was it. Nothing more. <laughs> nothing more. So, uh, is this a self-promoting message? Is this, uh, are you, what are you trying to do here? It's very obvious what this person is trying to do here. This person has dropped some heavy big names at the end of the message. And this person is hoping that by dropping these heavy big names at the end, that that is what's going to get the attention. But guess what, guys? That's why I'm telling you, why do I tell you to always do your homework before you reach out to somebody? If this human had done its homework and hadn't been lazy, this human would have seen that I have been interviewed by Forbes. So this human could have said, hey Alex, I've noticed you've been interviewed by Forbes. I've noticed that you've been on TV, on Dubai Eye. I've noticed you've also been on the radio. How fantastic, that is so great for you. I want to help you get to other media publications. Can we get on a phone chat? Now, wouldn't that have been so much better? This person just had to have done their homework. You are not impressing me at all. I've already been interviewed by Forbes. I've already been in the media, thankfully, actually, right? And I'm very grateful for all of that. And if you would have said that, and then if you would have said, hey, I wanna help you get to other media outlets, do you know what? I probably would have considered, right? Saying, you know what? Yeah, I'll get on a phone call with you. But what this person has done is they have just name dropped some heavy names, hoping that the person on the other end would have gotten their, wow, big names. This must be important. Yes, but this is a great example of failing to do your homework. When we are doing business development, either we are looking for an opportunity, either we wanna reach out to someone that we really admire, either we want a job, 
The first rule of thumb is to do homework on the person so that we understand how this person is. Coach Jay is all about fitness. Does he want to reach out to Gary? Okay, then let me see. Does Gary train? Does Gary need training? Does Gary ever mention that he needs help with certain areas of his body? Then Coach is going to be smart and he's going to create fitness videos based on the things that he's heard Gary say that he needs help with, right? So the first rule of thumb when we are writing these messages to people that we want to get the attention of is we have to be contextual to them, right? Hey, Johnny, I heard you on the other day on your live or on your video saying that you have back pain. Guess what? I have some great exercises that are going to help you with back pain. And here's what you're going to do. You're not only just going to talk about how you know the exercises and how you're going to maybe say that, you know, there are exercises for your back pain and they're called this and that. You are going to do the most epic thing that I want every single one of you that are joining me in this class tonight to do. You are going to execute. So I'm attaching here three video exercises for your back pain. Wow. Right? How amazing is that? So whatever it is, the niche that you are in from cooking to music, to photography, to design, to copywriting, to hairdressing, anything, whatever is the niche, you find that human that you want to get a job at, that you want to get an internship at, that you want to do a collaboration with, that you want to do an interview with, right? You first do the homework about them. Second, when you are doing the homework about them, you are going to figure out, huh, these are the things that I think I can help this person with. Okay, then let me do it so that when I reach out to this person, I'm already sending this. Oh, Alex, I've noticed that your Google ranking is bad. I think you're not running Google ads. Hey, I'm attaching you here a list of keywords. Give me access. I'm going to run an ad for you. Do you know how powerful this is for you in a world where most people are damn lazy and you are the one who is actually going to go above and beyond and deliver? This is going to set you apart from everybody in the world. It will get you a reply. Is it going to get you the job? That I don't know. Is it going to get you that collaboration? That I don't know. But one thing I know, you are increasing the chances of that person to reply to you because the other person are going to see, damn, this person is legit. This person is a unicorn. This person has actually taken the time to actually not just self-promote themselves to me. They've actually figured out how they can help me. They are super contextual and they're even sending me this shit. Like, what? This is insane. I'm going to now show you some three really, really, really good examples for you. Okay. So that we, we, there's hope out there. There's hope out there, right? Okay. Let me show you. Some awesome, awesome, awesome. I'm seeing lots of good comments here. Uh, Alex, I'm Anastasia. Alex, I'm so glad that you have the freedom to choose whom you work with. So, so, so much fluff out there. We all need to, to be having this. Um, uh, yeah, we, we have to be. Uh, okay, cool. Don't forget team with Gary V, Coach J. Yeah. <laughs> uh, disclaimer for all whom I get offended by comments. This is reality where we are, where 
We are sunk in tons of messages are irrelevant. Yeah. Uh, dazzling design. Seriously, people need to think before they write anything. And dazzling designs, that's really true. We have got to use more of our common sense. It's like common sense has been lost. Instead of common sense, there is this epidemic of laziness. All these messages that we are seeing show a great example of how lazy. And it makes me feel very sad. It breaks my heart because these are people that all want something, right? We all want something. But when we want something, we have got to give to get. Something that we've been talking about in all these 50 episodes of mini class with Alex, right? Okay. So let's take a look at some really good examples here, okay? Uh, this is another bad example. Hi, Alexandra. I have just joined the something something and with the event pushed back to September, I'm keen to connect with you and see how we can collaborate further. Let me know if you have five minutes this week for a call. I don't even know what is this person? What is this event? Like there is absolutely no context at all. It is so out of the blue. It, it's like, I don't even understand what's going on here, right? So this is another good example. So now I want to show you, I want to show you a, a really sweet example that I got a couple of years ago, actually. So this is a bit of an oldie, but it's such a good one. I am about to show you a really, really smart example from a business, a beauty salon. So unexpected. You would not expect a beauty salon on LinkedIn to be doing this. So check this out. And if you are watching on LinkedIn right now, you are not seeing these slides. You might want to jump onto Instagram to see these slides. Okay. So here we go. How cool is this? One second. Hi, Alexandra. Congratulations on your new job. Come celebrate it with us at Matcha Beauty and Body Design on Alwasal Road and redeem a special gift of 100 dirhams off on any of our beauty and body services. Please call within a week to claim this. Now, isn't this such a great example of a LinkedIn email message? This person, May Shake, was actually, wow, paying attention. She noticed that I changed my job title. I think I was just updating my profile, but never mind. This was about three years ago. And how good is this? It, they noticed something that happened to me and they want to help me celebrate it. And not just that they've sent me a congratulations message. They've paid attention to an important milestone. They are even giving me a goodie here. This is such an awesome message to the point that I actually replied. I said, thanks, I will let you know. This is an awesome example. Now, I do wonder if anybody here can guess where is it that they went wrong? There were, no, they didn't, they didn't go wrong. They, they, they did well, but they could have done better. What I call that pro level. This is a good level, but how could have taken it to the pro level here? I'm going to tell you, they could have elevated this to the pro level if they followed. That was the only thing. Ooh, was just uh, charging my my battery. My battery. The only thing missing here that they didn't do, okay, is the follow up. If they would have followed up with me, chances would have been really high that I probably would have gone. But people, consumers, end consumers need follow-ups. 
We all have busy lives. We all get consumed by other offers and other content that we read and digest. So you following up is not something to be ashamed of. In fact, I want to give you the permission to follow up up to four strikes. You have up to four strikes to follow up. So the only thing that disabled them to get to pro level was just not the following up. So let's talk about following up. You send a message, you follow up two days after. The way you follow up is really important. I don't want you to be a crazy stalker. I don't want you to be rude, right? Let's use our common sense. So make the follow up short and have empathy. Hey, I know that maybe you've been really busy and you just haven't had the time to get back to me. I want to make life easy for you. Do you want to just jump off on, do you want to just jump on a call? right? Or do you want to just tell me what time can you come in and I'll book the appointment for you? So when you follow up two days after, think about how can I make the follow-up easy for the other person? Is it, you know, Alex, just tell me what time you want to come and I'll arrange the booking, right? In this case, that could have been it. You want to try to meet somebody? Meeting somebody is hard. Push for a phone call, okay? So follow up two days after. After you followed up after two days, if you still don't get a reply, you're going to follow up for the second time three days after. Don't wait a week to follow up. That's a really long time. So much can happen in a week, okay? So your second follow up can happen three days upon your second follow up, okay? They still haven't said anything to you. Oh my God. After your second follow-up, you are going to wait again three days and you will follow up. When you follow up, don't repeat the same information, okay? Try to be really human and have empathy and help and see, can I come and meet you? Will that be better? Or I don't really want you to miss out on this. I know you must be busy. Make sure that you remember Make sure that you bring to the top of your message the important thing, okay, that you are trying to put across, okay? Make sure that that comes to the top and that your follow-ups are short. Following up with long messages ain't going to work. Here is another pro-level, pro-level stuff. Send a voice note. You can send voice notes on your LinkedIn email messages and you can send voice notes on your Instagrams. Sending a voice note as the follow-up is really powerful. You know why? You know why? You know why I love voice notes? Because with voice notes, you cannot read. So people get curious and they will tap on it. It's very likely they'll tap on it because they're just gonna get curious and they're gonna be like, what's inside this voice note. So if you open up your LinkedIn on mobile, you will see that you can send voice notes. You cannot send voice notes on LinkedIn on desktop. So I want you to experiment using voice audio notes as a way of following up, okay? And I want you to make the other person feel really special. You have to make it special. Hey, Anna, I really, really don't want you to miss out on this offer. It's so special. It's, you know, I really thought about you when I thought about this offer and I know you must be so busy. How can I make this easier for you? Let me know. Do you want me to book it? Do you want me to come and deliver it? Okay. Make it that it's all about the other person. Okay. 
Peri Helen, welcome. Sorry, had a heck today. I'll enjoy now. It's okay. You at least you're here with us. Okay. My toys and tool is giving me a thumbs up. All right. So this is an oh my god, my bestie Flavio, all the way from Brazil. Oh, okay. So let's see another really good example on LinkedIn email messages that also are are great. So here is another really good um, message from actually this is a she's Nicole she's usually with us here Nicole usually usually joins us I don't know if she's here tonight but I promise you this was Nicole's message she sent me beautiful designs for my zoom live masterclass a couple of months ago now and she just wrote hope this can help you for your zoom masterclass let me know if there's anything that you wanted to change I cannot tell you how perfect this example is to somebody that has just gone ahead and done it. She's just gone ahead and executed. This is the key. If you want your cupcakes to be sold at a coffee shop, go give them samples of the cupcakes. You are a photographer who needs photography jobs, go and find businesses that have terrible photography and say, oh my God, I've looked at your site. Your photography is really bad. I am sending you two images that you can use. I'm a copywriter. Hey, here are some samples for you to use. Oh my God, this is what I want you to do. I want you to find the people that you think need your services, your products, go find them. Then do the homework. Hmm, how will this person need my products and services? You go do that homework. Then you know you gotta deliver with execution. Then you're gonna decide what are you gonna do? You figure that out. That should be easy for you to figure out. If you have an expertise, then you will know when you look at somebody or a business how you can bring them value. See how the whole conversation changes? It's a power exchange. Now you got the power. You got the power because now you've delivered something to them. Nicole has the power here. She's like, girl, Alex, here's designs for you to use. Go, take them, have them. And I was like, whoa, this is insane. Thank you so much, Nicole, for gifting me, right? The person who is always giving always has the leverage. Remember that. The moment you are asking, how can I bring you value? What the, what, what is that? That's lazy, that's nonsense. I want you to win. I want you to get people to open your messages and say, damn, yes, this is the person I wanna hire. This is the freelancer I wanna work with. This is the person I wanna give an opportunity to come and do internship. I want you to get these opportunities. The only way for you to get these opportunities is to put in the work. Remember, we are in the world where what we see the most is people self-promoting themselves through their messages. Don't be another self-promoter, be a doer. You cook cupcakes, great, send the cupcakes. You copyright, send some copywriting. You graphic design, send some graphic designing. There is not one niche that this won't work for. 
So if you are looking for jobs, if you are doing business development and you want somebody to see your product, for example, I just saw Palm Lights here. Just, I'm just gonna do an example, for example, for a, a business like Palm Lights. Imagine Palm Lights now wants her candles in hotels or spas. What's she gonna do? She's not gonna be spending her time writing to these people that don't really read the emails, right? She's actually gonna send a product of her candles for these people to see the candles with a message. Now, this takes me to another part of this business development um, strategies here that I'm talking about, okay? If you really wanna be unicorn level, you are going to go the extra mile. I love this. What is the extra mile? The extra mile is doing things that are utterly out of the box. Imagine you know where this HR manager, you know the HR manager of this agency you wanna work at, and you know that there's a Starbucks in that building. You go and you stalk, and you see if she goes and gets a Starbucks almost every morning. You learn what is the coffee that this HR manager gets. Guess what? One day when she's about to go get her Starbucks, you have bought the Starbucks for her. And you say, hey, Anna. No, let's call her something else, Natalia. Hey, Natalia. I've gone ahead and bought your Starbucks. I know that your favorite is vanilla latte. Um, I don't want to sound like a creep, but I just been trying to, I've sent you my CV. Um, here is another sample of my CV. And, and I would just love the opportunity to have an interview. Do you know how awesome that is? Okay. It's, it's like, what? Here are some other ideas. You can send things to people, right? If you're trying to get through to a company, if you're trying to get through an agency or an organization, send them something. I remember when I was working at TBWA, one time I had a person that I had a stack of CVs on my desk and I hate CVs, I don't look at CVs. And I had this one designer that sent me a CV and she designed, I was hiring graphic designers at the time. This girl did a old pirate map so she did this whole pirate map design where she then mapped out all the places that she had worked at and had little samples of her work. So when I had, I'll never forget this, when I had the pile of the CVs and everything is like white, 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 there was this like brownish paper and, and I'm like, oh, let me pull, and I pulled that out and I was like, this is the coolest CV I've ever seen. What can you do that really is you know, out of the box? Can you send something to this person? Can you deliver something, right? Can you actually accidentally bump into them? I don't want you to be crazy stalkers, okay? But seriously, pushing the envelope is only going to make you look good. You, you, you may not be picked, okay? This is not a promise that you're gonna get the job. But I promise you, you will become more memorable. You will probably get the interview. You will probably get a reply and a phone chat because people will appreciate how hard you're trying. Does that make sense? What do you guys think about this? Okay, let me show you some other really sweet, there's another, um, Great example here, a while ago, somebody sent me this when I was uh, last year or a couple of years ago. Hey Alex, I saw your post about Masterclass 3.0. Do you need help? I'm willing to volunteer for free. I would love to be part of the HOS fam. 
Now, this is such a sweet example. Someone who was just ready to volunteer, someone who was willing to just say, hey, whatever you need, I'm gonna be there. And actually, it did turn out that Sid did come and volunteer to quite a few of my events, right? So this is another really, really good example. So what do we need to do? We need to be, oh, my slides are like coming out really weird. So that doesn't help. <laughs> so let's recap, right? What do we need to do? We have got to be contextual, right? We have got to mention something about this person. We have got to do our homework. Uh-huh. What does this person need? How can I really be of value, right? Third, we have to execute, okay? We have to already write to them and say, hey, I've attached a list of the keywords. I have, ah, you know, whatever it may be. That is really gonna wow. The next thing is following up, following up. Just doing it once, it's not gonna help. People are busy, so you have to follow up. When do you stop, right? When do you stop? When do you say enough, okay? If the person has not said a no to you, if you haven't heard a no, you can keep on going for a certain degree of time because the person hasn't said no. In a way, you do have the freedom to keep on going. How far you wanna go, it's very personal. For me, for example, I do admire and credit people that are super persevere because that shows me that these people have passion and they are fighters and they are not giving up easily. I think that people that have this type of mindset will always appreciate you because they can see that you are just fighting for it. Because if I haven't said no to you, why should you stop, right? But it's very personal. After the fourth follow up, I do recommend you wait out a month and then you come back again and you say, you know, I'm reconnecting back, I'm circling back, you know, maybe it was a really busy time for you and maybe we can reconnect now. But until you don't really hear a no, I really say go for it. We appreciate people. We, we tend to appreciate people that are super passionate and that we can see that are coming from a honest, legit place of, okay, they are really, they are really putting in the work. So, do you guys see how different, how different all of these approaches could have been, right? All of these awful examples that we saw here, they could have been so much better, right? They just had to put in a little bit more of the work in and things would have probably have gotten, you know, for the better.